This is Rodney from the Masculine Journey Podcast, where we explored manhood within Jesus Christ. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few seconds. Sit back, enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Wow, how fun I get to do this show on my anniversary. I mean, I am so excited in so many different ways because I've been waiting on this show for a few weeks. And you'll understand why that's exciting to me to be able to do on my anniversary um, as we get into it. So, you know, for a number of weeks, I have a friend who, who know, many that know me know Jim Graham is on the Masculine Journey with me is is a, a, one of the pastors. And what's the name of the new church, Carolyn? Yeah, we don't have any. Pastors. You don't have any pastors, but he's one of the lead elders. elders at what's the church? The Way Fellowship of the Triad. The Way, Fellowship of the Triad. Okay, and so he's a very good friend of mine, and his wife, Carolyn, who you just heard her voice, had suggested to me, she said, um, you know, I would love to hear Robbie's take on the Song of Solomon from a man's perspective, because I've been studying this Bible study called The Kiss of Peace, a contemporary explanation in the exploration in the Song of Solomon by Diane... Virginia or Diane Virginia Cuneo. And so she said, would you please, please, please interview Diane on, on your show, right? Yeah. And so here we... You know, I'm thinking, I don't know if I had asked her by then. So you see, I had to ask her and I had to, you know... She had to make the connection. Or, yeah. And, and so how fun that I have Diane here today. And so we also have Carolyn, who you've been in the midst of her study, right? For how long? Well, it's a 12-week study, and it started in May of last year, I mean, this year, and 12 weeks, and it's and a deep dive. R- roughly three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you went on a deep dive with Diane, and so, Diane, welcome. Thank you. It's so exciting to have you here, and God put it on your heart. So... <clears throat> The Song of Solomon to you, I'm very, very curious because most people that know me know it is my favorite book. So how did God connect you to the Song of Solomon? What touched your heart? Uh, Well, um, um, I was doing a walkthrough of the Bible, and so I got to Song of Solomon, and I was asking um, the Lord to show me um, Jesus Christ in every book. And so when I got to the Song of Solomon, I immediately saw Jesus, but I was taken aback by the words, let him kiss me with the kisses of his lips. So I shut the book. (laughs) (laughs) But in order to finish my walkthrough, I needed, I wanted to, you know, go straight through. And uh, so I went to prayer and I realized that it's an allegory of Christ's love for the church. We, you know, there's a spiritual truth that's being explained there through um, just a natural, uh, marriage. 
So, but it goes beyond that. Um, the Lord's trying to show us there the deep, deep love that um, beloved Jesus has for us. Yeah, and we're going to dive into that kiss. I know you're going to enjoy that in so many different ways. So, Rachel, as you might imagine, speaking of kiss. Now the fun begins. Now it's time to play shenanigans. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, speaking of kiss, your job Jim, is to tell me who made this quote, okay? So speaking of kiss, any man who can drive safely while kissing a pretty girl is simply not giving the kiss the attention it deserves. Who said that? He's a singer from a long time ago. I've never heard him sing. No? But he might have sung. I'm sure he sang, I'm sure he sang Jesus Love Me at least. <laughs> but anyway. Then it's not who I, I was thinking it was, uh, oh gosh, the guy that played God, George, George. Albert Einstein. George Albert oh, Einstein. <laughs> I don't think George was part of that. <laughs> Albert, uh, do you like that? You know, now that you say that, yeah. I do remember that was here. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. I'll try to give it to George All Burns. Right. And this person, you can guess who this was. We're going to give Virginia a chance or slash Diane a chance to guess this one. It's all right for a perfect stranger to kiss your hand as long as he's perfect. <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Rachel, you got any ideas? I have no idea. I think it'll make sense to you. It was Mae West. <laughs> it's all right for a perfect stranger to kiss your hand as long as he's perfect. And I do like this is anonymous. You don't have to figure out who said it, but a smile is the second best thing you can do with your lips. <laughs> Are you guessing that one, Jim? Yeah. Okay. I'd go for first on that All one. All right. So here we're going to actually get to the Bible riddle in a second, but first let me say this. Joey Adams said, never let a fool kiss you or a kiss fool you. <laughs> I like that. Never let a fool kiss you or a kiss fool you. So, with that, here comes your Bible riddle. So, and I actually love this. This is a very open-ended question. I'm really looking forward to your answer. I, I know you've probably thought about it, but I would love to know what you think about it, because this is the idea, as you're sitting there in your, your car or listening on the radio, I want you to think about it. Why do you think Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. Why would that all be in oppression in our hearts and heads forever that Judas betrayed along the eyes idea of never let a fool kiss you or a kiss fool you? Uh, why do you think Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss? If you know the answer to that, Rachel, tell them what they'll win. Well, we still have tickets available for the Renaissance Festival. The Renaissance Festival is going on in Charlotte. We have eight tickets for you to enjoy. They're actually a $39 value each. So who knows? What's eight times 39, Jim? You're smart. A lot. <laughs> Got to be pretty close to $340 or something like that. It's four times eight. Is... Anyway, the Renaissance Festival, all you have to do is call in and tell me what I really want to know anyway is why do you think Jesus, Judas, Betrayed Jesus with a kiss. 866-348. I know that it requires you to think deeply, but since we're in the Song of Solomon today, you get to think deeply. 
7884-866-34-TRUTH. So interestingly, I, I love, love, love what Diane was pointing out, because if you go to the first couple of verses in the Song of Solomon, right? Let him list, let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth, because what? Because his love is better than wine. Right. And and so, no doubt, I, being a man, immediately had a very big struggle with that verse. <laughs> and you might even know in the second psalm, he hits it again. You know, let you know. I think the way it's, it's you know, uh, let the king kiss you, lest he be angry. How does it go, Jim? Something like that. I'm not the Bible scholar you think I am. <laughs> it is. <laughs> or my same. wife thinks the second I am. Kiss the son lest he be angry is actually that the, what that familiar. says in the second psalm. And, and so, interestingly, right, it, when she describes him in the fifth chapter and she goes into this, as we talked about in Christian Car Guy, right, here's this unbelievable 10 things that, that, that you could are just going to blow the daughters of Jerusalem's mind when she describes him to them. What she says, last of all, is his mouth is most sweet. Well, interestingly, that word that's translated sweet there in Hebrew is actually the word taste. All right? So what that's saying is his taste is unbelievably sweet, is most sweet. Now, the interesting thing about that is that apparently he has a taste for Jim Graham. I'm just saying. Kind of scary. <laughs> and he has a taste for Carolyn. And if you're listening, I'm guessing he has a taste for you, right? And, and, and therein lies something that is just absolutely spectacular because in that idea of taste has to do with union. When you smell something, right, which Song of Solomon is all about smell, it's all about taste. When you begin to smell something, wow, that smells pretty good, Jim. You you ex- experienced that at Brazilian Steakhouse, right? I do. We're coming to and an anniversary. Many other places. So it's all about the taste. <laughs> We're going to be right back. But was, really, I'm, was I'm, that a hint, Robbie? I want your calls. <laughs> Why do you think Jesus portrayed Jesus with a kiss? Eight six six three four truth. You're listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today, oh, I'm having so much fun, so much fun with my friends, Diane, Virginia, and Carolyn and Jim Graham with their with her book, The Kiss, it's Diane's book, The Kiss of Peace, a contemporary exploration into the Song of Solomon, a Bible study and at the end of the last segment, you might have heard me mention that our riddle for today, which I'm very excited, and even though this riddler may have the answer that you were thinking of, I would love for you to call. I would love to have more than one answer, and we'll come up with something from the Kingdom Pursuits prize vault from you, even though it looks like Gina is going to get the tickets. But why do you think Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss? So, Gina, in Mount Holly, North Carolina, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning, Gina. We lost Gina. No, Gina's there. Gina, can you hear me now? Do you have your phone on speaker? Are you have the radio on in the background? Well, we're going to put her on hold and maybe you can get... Oh, I dropped it. 
So we need Gina to call back because I was so excited to see what Gina had as an answer. I would be excited what you're thinking. Why do you think Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss? And so we left our hero, right, the Shulamite woman in the Song of Solomon. She was wanting him to kiss her with kisses of his mouth because his love is better than wine. And so that was the entry point for you, right? Like, what is this? And so the first chapter of your book, shockingly, is the kiss. And so take us into that a little bit. Um, Well, there in the first couple of lines, you see so much. You see, even in the stage name, this is a stage, it's a play. And um, I think God makes it that way so that we can experience it. That's something that I noticed, you know, if there's going to be actors in a play that we're supposed to experience it. So I wrote the book that way um, for so that the reader could experience it and, you know, Bible study portions also. But right there in that first line, beloved Solomon, you see that it's Jesus right from that because who is more loving than our beloved Jesus and who has more peace than him? And Solomon comes from Shaloma, which means peace. And then we also see the communion cup, which for the Hebrew, um, that would be their marriage covenant. If if the bride sipped from the cup, then she was saying yes to the proposal of marriage. So we see there that it's a wedding taking place. No, isn't that awesome? And the word ayin, which is wine in in Hebrew, is this really cool word that, by the way, if you'd love the Song of Solomon, you can see very much the connection between ion and the word dove. They're oh, very much cool. connected. Um, and because the, 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 the letter um, yud, which is the first letter in wine, and it's also the first letter in the word dove, ha- has to do with this light that comes from God. And then there's this, you hear the I, you can hear that, that's where the, the yud is. And then you hear the n, n sound, which that's the letter nun, and that has to do with the light of faith. And so when you think mm-hmm. about communion, just what you described, right? Yes, the wine, the cup is, there. Is that number one, we have faith in God, but bigger than that, the part that always blows my mind, he has faith in me. Yeah. Wow. And, and to think <clears throat> that his love is, right, better than, which wine gets better with age, right? As, as our relationship gets better with age, and, and there's so much imagery there, right? You could spend a day yeah. or two or a yeah. whole show just on, you know, that kiss. And there's a choosing there. She has to choose to sip from the cup. So, you know, we have to choose to have that communion with beloved Jesus. And, and so much of your experience there, because I don't think it's a book. <laughs> I think it's experience, right? And and so the way you experience it as a story is why Jesus taught in parables, right? People understand things in the format of a movie, right? Or a story. I, I, I don't know if you ever heard this. I, I love that Rich Cristiano is a movie producer, a wonderful one. And he used to go speak in churches that would get upset with, because he was doing these movies. And he would say, okay, how many of you remember what the pastor slash lead teacher said last week? And, of course, nobody can raise their hand. And he said, okay, how many people in the audience know what the dog in The Wizard of Oz's name is? 
<laughs> and the point is, right, that, that we process things through story. And that's how we get context of things. And so that is, no doubt, why we have this unbelievable book that gives us this story that we can relate to in so many different ways. We have Gina back, which I'm very excited about that. So, Gina, you are on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How's everybody? I am so grateful you called back. I'm so sorry that I dropped your call. But why do you think Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss of all things? Uh, hard to say. It's probably to me because a kiss is such a show of affection and respect. Uh, and there was a there's a proverb that says about the kisses of an enemy. And you can evidently, I I just think he was. It was just an act of, of, of deceit um, where he was showing respect, or that's how they showed respect and love, but then the kisses, kisses of an enemy are deceitful and worse than the, you know, the kiss of a friend. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? I mean, just unthinkable. And, and the thought occurs to me, Gina, that the, yeah. one of the last communions that Judas had with Jesus, right? This is the last moment that he had right. in heaven, so to speak. For that moment, he was in Jesus' presence, full of his joy, and he was actually connected to Jesus through his mouth, and and from there it went downhill. So yeah. unbelievable. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in and, and for sharing that with you, with us, and well, I hope you. you enjoy the Renaissance Festival. Thank you so much, and, and uh, really enjoy your, your program. It's such a blessing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gina. God bless. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. We have Orlando is in High Point. Orlando, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Orlando, are you there with us? Oh, no. Orlando dropped off because he was thinking that he, we'd given away the prize. But nonetheless, Orlando, if you want to call back, we would... We would love, love, love for you to call in and and share. And so, you know, moving on in, the, in this unbelievable, exciting adventure, right? I happen to know, for me, you know, this, the second, <clears throat> to speak to the other thing you were talking about, that to know, is this book about Solomon or is this book about Jesus? Okay, so the second verse, right, it says, <clears throat> right, thy name is an ointment point poured forth, therefore the, you know, Virgin's lovely. Right. Lovely. <clears throat> it's about Jesus, but his stage name is beloved um, Solomon. And, and, and so, the bride's name, which is us, is love, which I love. And, that he and calls it's, us it's, love. He does call us love. And so <clears throat> when you say a name is an ointment poured forth, if you think about what Christ means, you know, that's Jesus' last name. Did you know that, Carolyn? Jesus <laughs> Christ means the anointed, right? It, 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 or you might know Messiah means the same thing, the anointed one. Well, just wait a minute. That's anointment poured forth. Whoa, that must be Jesus, right? It's pretty much described there as his name is anointment poured forth. He, he is the Christ, right? And, and the, you know, the idea of that is, interestingly, that the Jews, when they have to write a Torah scroll, they have to capitalize Solomon's name only in the book Song of Solomon. Oh, that's cool. Or otherwise they get lashes, right? So 
their deal that you know that they knew they know actually they don't only know that this is Jesus they they know that this is the Son of God they know this is the Prince of Peace that's described by Isaiah right but they also know that he's that this is a book of what the Messiah is going to do yeah that is really cool because in our Bibles it's not capitalized and when <clears throat> I put this in play form for everybody I did capitalize his name. And just made a note to the reader that love and um, beloved. Solomon right, and if is you want to, and I think it's okay, it's okay in Robbie's book. It's the RSV, the Revised Standard Robbie version, <laughs> <laughs> the Robbie Standard version. You could call it the Song of Jesus. Oh, right, that's sweet. Because he is the one who's singing it, by the way, and and we're going to find out how sweet his taste <clears throat> is as we you know, continue to, to explore the book forever, right? Because I, I don't think you can even begin to plumb the depths. I like what Matthew Henry said about the book. He said, this book is so deep, the elephant could swim around in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a life pursuit. Right. And then you get to the third verse, which also blows my mind, right? Which says, it says, draw us and we'll run after thee. The king has brought us into his chamber. Right, we will be glad and rejoice in thee, and we'll remember thy love more than wine. Therefore, the upright love thee. Right, Jim? Correct. I was kind of hoping my wife would talk more, but she's the thinker, and I'm the talker in the family. But uh, one of the things that sort of shocked me in eavesdropping on this 12-week program, I, I don't think I missed... I think I might have missed one, but I was there for most of the sessions, and our house was small enough that while I only participated once or twice by talking, I was listening to everything. And I was rather surprised that two people quit because they said this is not about Jesus. And if it's not about Jesus, I don't know that it should be in the Bible. But but the two people sitting here, if I've got time during the music, between Robbie and Diane, this went from my bottom 15 because I'm a major prude to my top 30 by books of the Bible. (laughs) There you go. We'll be right back. We have Orlando back and more riddle answers. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. your passion and uses it to build the kingdom and we're hoping you have a passion (laughs) for kissing this morning as we are talking about the song of solomon we're talking about the kiss of peace right a contemporary exploration into the song of solomon bible study that by the way is at kingdompursuits.com so you can go to kingdompursuits.com and order this amazing bible study and again virginia's contact information is all there at that website where you can, you know, hook up with her Bible studies that she's doing all the time. She would love for you to, to do that. But when we uh, opened the show, we talked about this kiss that, that Judas gave Jesus. And so we had several Riddlers. I want to answer this, and I'm excited to hear their answers. First off, we got Orlando, and then we have a gentleman in Raleigh, or could be a lady. Just a moment. So we got Orlando. You're on the Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning, Robbie. How are you? I am delighted and so excited you called. 
I, I just want to wish you a happy anniversary. I mean, this is awesome. It is, isn't it? What a fun time yes, to ex- experience this. And my old friend, you remember Orlando, Jim. He came to boot camp, what, it's time before last, maybe? So it's good to have you back. So Yes, I'm going this time, too. Oh, good. In November, you know, I, my brother's coming. So I'm so excited oh, about that. Good. And he's bringing his grandson. And so we got yeah, a real... I'm bringing my friend. Are you really? That's yes. exciting. So we've got a boot camp with Orlando and his friend. We all need to be praying about that. So, Orlando, why do you think Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss? Well, it had, it, it had to be fulfilled because it is all prophesied. Oh. It was, it was prophesied, I think, in Psalm uh, 41, somewhere in there, there. But it also had to prophesy because he, he had a treat. Uh, he made a, uh, uh, a, a treaty or something like that with the Pharisees in the temple to collect 30 silver coins. And that was prophesied in Zechariah. I don't remember what that is. Zechariah something, uh, 14 or 12. I'm not sure where that. But it's there. And he had to, uh, that had to be pro- uh, I mean, fulfilled by wow. giving him a kiss. So you've got us all on our Bible apps right this minute to find mm-hmm. that prophecy in Psalm 41. I know I'm going to search think it's my... 41.9, so we're on there. I'm not sure. You amazed me, my friend. Well done. Well done. I'm going to go check it out, and I hope you are. Thank you, Linda. I'm excited to see you in November. We our Lord bless you, and we will see each other. We will pray together. Hallelujah. He's coming. I know it. I know it. It's such a good answer. You're so amazing. Thank you, Orlando. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So we have a caller from Raleigh. So, caller from Raleigh, you are on the Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, this is the real caller. <laughs> no, it's not. Good morning and happy anniversary, my brother. Oh, yes. Thank you. That is so <laughs> kind. And I am having a really, really happy anniversary, I can tell you. It's, it's going to be a oh, blast. Okay. Thank you. Wonderful. You deserve it. Yeah, we, we've uh, gleaned, I guess, the word so, so much from from uh, your uh, radio station. We leave it on all the time. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I used to leave it on for my cat. So, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't get lonely. That's no, wonderful. For, for real, man. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Anyway, um, I was thinking, and I, I thought what the gentleman just answered, um, a steal. But then I went with, no, you know, I went with the obvious, I guess, was, you know, because that's, that's the most personal thing, you know. It, it, it's showing there was, was a relationship there of, of trust, of, of love. So I... So I didn't get this one, but that's okay. <laughs> they don't want to just hang up. I think you got it. I think you got it. And I think there's something. Oh. As, in fact, as you said it, oh. God sparked this in my mind. I'm going to bet that almost oh. everybody that's hearing my voice has been betrayed by a kiss. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I, I yeah. mean, I, I, I'm picturing myself, and, and, you know, if you're listening, you can raise your hand and say, I'm, I did this. I, I went through this. So on my 16th birthday, I was supposed to date a girl named Sue Oskin. My father had given me a new car for my birthday, and I had my new car. I was all excited, drove up into her driveway to take Sue Truesdale was her name, Sue Truesdale on this date. And as I went up the driveway, my, my my best friend, Brian 
Yunkin, which I can remember this day, all these names very clearly. <laughs> he came up the driveway at exactly the same time as me, and he was not only my best friend, he was my point guard on the basketball team. Oh, man. And I said, what are you doing here, Brian? And he said, oh, I'm here to take out Sue. And I said, no, you're not. It's, she's going out with me. It's my birthday. And she walks out the door, and guess who she leaves with? It wasn't me. <laughs> oh, oh. Right, and that, right. And thus, I was opening the door for Tammy later on. And <laughs> but it, I was betrayed by a kiss by two people that day. And, and I think so that we know that Jesus can relate to that feeling. Yes. Okay. So was so? it a seal? Also, I or okay, because I turned the radio down when, when I was on the phone. So, but, that's okay. Uh, but, um, well, thank you so much. Oh, it's, I am so grateful that you called and shared with me today, and for listening. It means no. so much to me. You have it a great a day. To me. All right. God bless. Thank you, you too, sir. Bye bye. You too. Bye bye. All right. So speaking of kiss, Carolyn's been waxing eloquent on kissing while we were during the break. And I know you don't want to miss this. <laughs> so Carolyn, she's got to talk again. And she immediately frowned. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah, I want you to say what you said during the break. Go ahead. Well, let me find it again. I'm looking in the Song of Solomon, at the Passion Translation, which is wonderful. It wouldn't be the only one I would use, but I, it certainly can be used as an adjunct when you're studying. Um, so what verse is she? It? Well, she's getting it there, Diane, and she'll have it in a minute. You know, it's interesting to me that we haven't got past the first verse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here it is. Actually, this is the second verse where it says, so kind are your caresses, I drink them in like the sweetest wine. There is a wordplay in the Hebrew similar to a pun. The word for kisses and the word for take a drink of wine is nearly the same. The implication as seen by ancient expositors is that God's lovers will be drunk with love, the intoxicating kisses of his mouth. The Hebrew word for kiss is neshak, right? which can also mean to equip or to arm for battle. We need his kisses to become equipped warriors for him. Yes. Right, right. <clears throat> we exchange our weaknesses for his strength. All we have to do is come, come to him. He kisses us, and that's our enablement. Right. And so for those of you who may wonder, what? That's the second verse? Well, the first verse in the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's, is that very word. It is the Song of Songs, which is Solomon's, is the first verse. Or you could say the Song of Songs, which is the Prince of Pieces, depending on how you want to say it, and then let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth. So that's where we're getting that the, the first verse is the description of the book, and the second verse is what we've been discussing thus far. But again, I love, and, and to me, so much of when I read through your study guide, it's about communion, yes. the entire adventure that yes. you're going to go on, this story, this play, however you want to put it. It's a, it's, it's a love story, undoubtedly, of all love stories. Is it, it, it is about communion. Yes. A and when you think about it, w in order to put on the full armor of God, they're, they're apparently the, the last word in that full armor of God is it's of God. 
<laughs> right? And, and, and so, like you just said, to be covered in his kisses is, is, is to be armed. Right? That's right. And, and so, you know, I hate we're, you know, running up against so much we want to talk about, but we're not going to be able to cover as much as I would like. But I, I know... So we're going to come back with one more segment here in a, a minute. And Jim's got something he wants to say. We know that Diane's got something to say. And Carolyn also, she's raising her hand. So maybe you've got something to say. And you want to call in. You can do that at 866-348-7884. One more segment in the Song of Songs, The Kiss of Peace. It's all at kingdompursuits.com. Listening to the Truth Network and TruthNetwork.com. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And we're having a lot of fun today on my anniversary exploring, right? The Song of Solomon or Diane Virginia's book, as it is on her author page, it would say Diane Virginia, The Kiss of Peace, a contemporary exploration into the Song of Solomon Bible study, which is there again at kingdompursuits.com if you want to get her amazing book, which is, you know, so much as, yeah, I don't know, I don't think you can spend enough time here getting kisses with the kisses of his mouth. So, so much about that is about communion. And so when you get to the second chapter to move on, you know, a whole chapter, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's taking me into his banqueting house, his banner over me is love, right? And then it says, stay with me with flagons and comfort me with spreads of apples because I'm sick with love. So that word flagon, again, for you has everything to do with communion, doesn't it? Yes. And so when you do communion, right, you, you actually use flagons. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Um, it's, uh, we found these um, raisin cakes, um, and it just, to me, was um, very similar to what we see, the flagon in the Bible. So I use that. I, I have um, in my prayer room, I have a little dish, and I just put those um, raisin cakes in there and break off a piece, and it's enabled me to very easily have communion every time I go to prayer, which, you know, reminds me of the sacrifice, the the bridal price um, was his death on the cross to redeem us, and it's just, you know, we need to remember him and thank him for the deep, deep sacrifice he gave to redeem us. Right, and so how cool that that verse comes right before his left hand is under my head, right, and his right hand embraces me. And so when you think about it, the the verse, it says, comfort me with flagons and stay me with with spreads of apples. Holy Spirit. Right, and the really cool thing is, I don't know if you saw this before, but I couldn't help but note that in the ancient times, this was what they literally did for sick people. Like if you were in the sick bed, this is what they're going to do. They're going to bring you flagons and spreads of apples. Well, if you remember back in the, what, third verse where it says, you know, I sat down under, he was an apple tree among the trees of the wood. I sat down under a shed and was completely delighted. His fruit was sweet to my taste. Well, once again, we're coming back to the idea of this 
kiss, this communion, but this time we're eating from a tree, right? And, and when you think about the idea of what tree means as far as bringing righteousness in the Bible and the idea that all these things that the sacrifices were done on wood, right? They had to burn them on wood. Yes. And the idea that the ark was made out of wood and the idea that obviously Jesus would be hung on a cross is here, right? You're literally taking a bite to an extent of wood. Yes. Of, of the fruit of a, of a tree. You know, unlike, you know, some of the other things like the wine that obviously you're going to take. So, you know, that it, and so you have there with the flagons and the apples and when you take communion. But for you, Carolyn, those that communion when you did the Bible study was a big, huge deal, right? Yeah, it was in the second chapter and they told you to get your elements, you know, and do private communion. So, you know, I had my Welch's and uh, I was looking around the kitchen. What am I going to use for for the body. And, you know, I looked at this, look at that. No, that's not going to do. I didn't have any good crackers. So I had a box of cereal. And Was it know, Apple Jacks? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> Just almond, some kind of flake. Oh, that's even better. It was good. Um, and did you know that the almond, you know, very cool, mm-hmm. is the first thing that fruits in, that buds in Israel. And so the almond branch is always a picture of Christ's leadership because it was Aaron's bud. Aaron's staff was the rod that budded. It's in the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. And so an almond and there's another way to eat of Christ, right? Ooh. <laughs> and so you had, the, you had an almond? Yeah, there were almonds in this cereal, but I took out a flake, you know, and that's what I used, a big old flake. And it tasted sweet. And I thought for so long, I have thought what we use for communion does not taste good, and I thought the body of Christ would taste better. Yes, and, and so you know that's a big, big part of you know, and, and do this in remembrance of right, me, right. right? Is what he said when you take communion, and you're actually when you're eating him, right? Just like with anything you eat, you're united with it. Yes, and and once again, you're armored up, right? That's right. It's a kiss. That's right. And so how fun you get to do these Bible studies with all these wonderful disciples who are as interested in sitting at Jesus's feet as Martha. I mean, excuse me, Mary. (laughs) Well, actually, I'm not doing the studies. Um, We've been training up leaders to do the studies because I wanted to make sure I could do this in a way that that glorified Jesus and not uh, one person. And it's really... Blossomed. It has. Yes. And again, the name of it is The Kiss of Peace. It's a contemporary exploration into the Song of Solomon. It's a Bible study leader's guide, is what it actually is right. when you look at it. And so, wow, maybe God's calling you to lead such a study. I happen to know where you could get a ton of information besides the book. It's Robbie's podcast called The Christian Car Guy Show. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we love this stuff. And we love you for listening. And we're so grateful for all of you for being on with us today. Thank you, Diane. And thank you, Carolyn and Jim. And again, you can go to Kingdom Pursuits to find out all about the kiss of peace. Meanwhile, stay tuned. You got so much truth coming at you. The song, no, Mask on Journey starts here now at 12 o'clock right now. This is the Truth Network.